I'm your co-host Mimi. And I'm your co-host Keegan. And this is the podcast for the things you just can't seem to get out of your head. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a fun one we did <laughs> to start. So I believe you are going to be starting for us How's this week. How's your day going? My day? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> My day? Oh, we're, <laughs> we're moving. <laughs> We're packing up and getting things ready so we can move into a nicer place while it's more expensive. It has yeah. AC. <laughs> yes, AC and dishwasher. And, and a laundry in unit. unit. Oh. And our current kitchen is a pocket kitchen, which I respect. If you are okay with having a pocket kitchen, more power to you. Um, but we're not. I like yeah. to cook. <laughs> At least the design of our kitchen is like you can't open the fridge all the way because the counter is too close to the fridge. And like that's how the apartment <laughs> built it. And it's just very tiny, very impractical. Inconvenient. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I hate it. We're leaving it. After. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, we are getting ready, final everything, and we will never be back to this place. And we can move on and never be here in the heat ever again. Anyway, let's. let's <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about things. Let's talk about things. What's your your earworm this week? All right, this is a test. Keegan, what are three things, like objects or creations? So not like adjectives. You can't be like cool, pretty, or anything, because I know I'm the coolest and prettiest person you know. Um, (laughs) What are three things you would use to describe me? Colombian? That's an adjective. That's an adjective, yeah. Okay, let me give you an example, right? If you were like, describe me in three words, I would say D&D, pies, and fun fun shirts. Okay. Like that. Got you. That's what you're asking for. Three things to describe you. Bath bombs. (laughs) Flowers. Dogs. (laughs) Well, you were wrong. (laughs) No! I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of earwork. Goodbye. I'm leaving. <laughs> what food? Let's try this again. What do you think of when you think of me? Well, okay. But in your example, you said a single food to describe. I said pies. Me. Yeah, that's a single food. Yeah, so, so now it's, it's a single food. You didn't use a food for me. Okay. What's a food you would describe me with? A food soup. There we go. That's okay. the answer we wanted. <laughs> soup. <laughs> soup. Um, and so today I will be talking about the history of soup. (laughs) That seems very broad. (laughs) It was. I will say it was difficult to find information about this. I ended up just having to go. The website I have this from is called campbellsoup.co.uk. So it is the Campbell's brand condensed history of soup. But I did go through it. The only time that they mention their brand is at the very end. But other than that, it's a very like neutral telling of soup. Of soup as a concept. Yes. Nice. And so soup... I'm going to imagine it starts with the caveman. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. So the word soup derives from the Latin word suppa, which refers to bread soaked in broth. Suppa. That's what I have around dinner time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Soup was made popular in the 1600s by the French soup. (laughs) The word is also found in Proto-Germanic languages as 
soup, <laughs> which means to make liquid. I don't know soup. what the proper translation, like, way to pronounce of this is, but all of them are spelled pretty much the same. It's just soup. Um, I will say in this history, there are a lot of words I personally cannot pronounce, but I am going to do my best. Um, in 20,000 BC, Zhang Rindong Cave in the Jiangxi Province, China, the first example of a soup bowl was discovered. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Caveman soup! The ancient pottery showed, showed like scorch marks. Um, so that kind of su suggests that they were ate, eating a soup of some kind. Um, and while that's the earliest example of a soup bowl, it's to believe it's believed that um, ancient soup makers would dig a pit, line it with animal skin or gut, and fill that pit with water and drop in some hot rocks. Yeah, gotta boil it. Yeah, and so that was the common thing for Neanderthals at the time to like boil water is they would drop in these really steaming rocks to make the water boil. Sick. Yeah. Um, we can only improve from there. Where are we going now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give me the next big chapter for soup. I'm ready. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay. So conquering the ancient world for over 500 years, the Roman Empire had a huge impact on the history of ancient soup. They brought gazpacho to southern Spain. Gazpacho is old. Yeah, and that's how it became the region famous dish for that area. Um. They also created a traditional wedding soup called Minuto Apicenium. Minuto. Manuto. <laughs> Manutos. That's then, what they would say as they stared at the broth slowly eating their noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the 7th century, the city of Turpan, I believe that's in China, I want to say, I'm not sure, um, developed one of their main soup ingredients, the humble wonton. But at the time, it was referred to the shallow cloud. Um because the little like dumplings would float in the broth so they looked like little clouds nice yeah oh man that's cute i love it and i love a good wonton soup man i'm gonna need to eat after this yes. i mean, no, reading this i was like i am hungry <laughs> we do this every time we talk about a food <laughs> well it gives us recipe oh this past week it was horrible for us we made like three dishes in a row of days where it just sucked, which yeah. we're really good cooks, um, as we've been told by our friends and family. So it was a very mentally tolling three days. I don't know <laughs> why we just couldn't, like, I made pork. It did not taste well. Like, it was all right. Like, it was edible. It just was very flavor lacking, despite me throwing spices in it. We made stuff with vegetables. We made, like, like a zucchini yeah. pasta. It didn't work. And then I <sighs> made something... I can't even remember what I made since it was so bad that I just blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> the bao buns you made were good. Yes, but that was after the spiel. So what ended up happening was we were heartbroken for three days, didn't want to cook even though we don't have any funds, and we were like, let's just order Domino's and try to reset this, and yeah. Domino's reset our cooking streak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. All right, continue with soup, though. Yeah, okay. Soup. So now we're in 476 AD. Okay. Timeline, it's the collapse of the Western Roman Empire. Yeah, down with them. And soup survived in the Byzantine Empire, centered on Constantinople. Thank you. Um, and when that fell to the Ottoman Turks in 1454, soups of Central Asia began to influence European soups. Soup culture. It's called soup culture. Soup culture. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and then... 
the I guess the Western Europeans didn't really use vegetables in their soups, but the Turkish did. And the, I think if I were to die and go back in history, I'd be one of these Turks from 1454, because those Turkish um, did not limit soup consumption to a particular time of day or sp a specific course during a meal. So they would eat soup in the morning Constantly. if they could. In the morning, late oh, at night. That's good. It also sounds like, so if vegetables weren't used before that point, then people were just having salted water with meat, I assume? Yes, yeah, so like, the Neanderthals would, like, made broth by putting, like, meat bone, like meat bones in there to, like, yeah. kind of tenderize it and to get all the meat off of there. Um, so from my understanding, that's what it is. Um, I know a lot of Europe, and we're going to get there in a little bit, would have soup over, like, bread. Okay, make, like, okay, bread. yeah. Uh, okay, that, that's better. <laughs> like, it just sounded like just just salty water with little hunk of meat did not sound the most yeah. appealing. But now we got vegetables and bread in the mix, so let's continue. Tell me more. Then we get to medieval Europe, um, and it was a prime time for soup. They continued... Um, adding ingredients and ranging soups from meats to vegetables. Um, and they like to just, just stick to the tradition of pouring soup over toasted bread, a practice that was popular in UK, Germany, and Greece. And I believe it's still popular today. Yeah. Oh, man. Then we get to the Renaissance of Europe. And this is, this Ooh. is Ooh, baby. a game changer. It's about to explode. Ooh, I'm ready. So before this point, the way people were eating soup is they would pour it over bread and eat it with bread, or they would lift it to their mouths. Yeah. They were not eating it with utensils. Oh my gosh. With the Renaissance, did we get spoons? Yes, we did. Awesome. The reason soup changed was because of fashion. You have to realize, in the the style during the fashion was Europeans would wear those like um, ruffles around their neck. Yes. So it was harder to lift up soup to their lips and like not spill it. And so because of that, they made soup spoons. So that way they wouldn't spill it, which is very simple. It's wild to think that like that wasn't created before then, you know? Yeah, there had to be utensils before then of some sort. Uh, it's weird, whatever. Yeah. Et etiquette like that's weird yeah. there's that's a whole episode in of itself and even though the fashion lasted for 200 years then changed it just became habit all over for people to eat soup with a soup spoon um and that's why we have them today um, awesome yes and then so we're getting now to restaurants and this is just about the very end of this in the 18th century in france so we've been bouncing around a little bit. Street vendors would sell restorative soup known as restaurant. <laughs> um, and it was soup that had been known for a long time for its healing properties. Okay, so then would you say that that soup would be like chicken noodle soup for the soul? <laughs> I guess so. It gives you plus five HP. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's um, good. Okay. <laughs> Where do we go next? Yeah, so then in 1718-6 in Paris, the first, like, restaurant opened, um, and it led, I don't know what this word means, but I'm going to read it out loud, but it led to a trend of gastronomic cooking styles um, that kind of defined soups into what we know today. So it, this classified soup. So, so like, like, soup versus stews? Yeah, this okay. was, like, soup versus stews versus chowder versus puree. Oh, okay, things everything. Like that. They finally yeah. were, like... It has been a lawless soup <laughs> dystopia. We I need asked to for set... chicken noodle soup and you brought me chicken noodle chowder. What is this? We need to set boundaries. 
and definition so we're all on the same page i love it yeah and so clear soups were classified as bouillons and consomes while thicker soups became purees bisques and volutes um and yeah in the 18th century that's kind of when like the creativity of soup just exploded and people were doing everything that they could with soup um and then by the late 18th century soups really kind of picked up their own nationality of flavors so if you'd go to puerto rico you'd be able to try kind of like puerto rican taste through their soups with like rice Mm -hmm. and meat versus going to um the southern united states you'd have gumbo or korea's um spicy beef soup like it really became part of the culture i'm guessing spain perfected gazpacho by that point (laughs) yeah Sweet. And then I will go ahead and give kudos to Campbell's. I was going to stop, but because they did provide us with this, I'll go ahead and read a small section from their part. Um, 1897 is when Campbell's Soup Company was invented and its famous condensed soup. Mm, um, condensed condensing soup. soup just makes it easier for people to cook since you just need to add a cup of water or a cup of milk. Um Oh, and what I did like about Campbell's history is they went ahead and gave a nod to, hey, in 1958, that's when ramen was invented um, with noodles and stocks. I thought that was really nice for another company to say, like, hey, we know that this is a huge competitor, but we respect their art. Here's a little bit of their history. That's nice. Um, Yeah, and I thought it would just be fun to end it on this. What do you think are the three most popular Campbell's soups in America? Chicken noodle. Uh, Beefaroni. That's SpaghettiOs. Okay. Um... That's what I eat. I don't know any other. <laughs> okay, the three most popular in the United States, which Americans consume about 2.5 billion bowls of these three soups alone. Yeah. Are um, tomato soup, cream of mushroom, and chicken noodle soup. Yum. And we'll play this game one more time. What do you think are the top four flavors in the UK? Uh, chicken noodle, tomato, not cream of mushroom. I'm going to say it's like cream of spinach or something <laughs> what is it you were close you were so close it was um cream of tomato okay cream of mushroom ah. cream of celery ah, okay. and cream of chicken okay I, I i i was thinking celery i said the wrong thing but you like, even that was said the... cream of yeah yeah i couldn't remember the name of the crunchy stuff Celery. Yeah. Though. i know that's a that's a good one. I like those. But that is your soup history. I am so hungry now. I think we need to make soup after this one. Yeah. But what is your topic? Um, actually, no. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some food, and then I'll talk about my topic. Okay. <laughs> <So>. Keegan <laughs> hates me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did we get just scratched in me really bad? <laughs> anyway, okay, let's finish this episode. We just took a break for like six soup. weeks. Soup. <laughs> All right, the thing I wanted to talk about today was just your mom. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, my mom's pretty cool. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about though was what a cultural moment it was for 2012 as a concept (laughs) just the whole year was very interesting and good overall i think for music and pop culture whether or not you actually like everything i'm about to just mention (laughs) real fast so 2012 has been stuck in your head for a week well i mean other stuff has gone on this is what i had in my notes of just (laughs) a lot of stuff happened in 2012 
So here is a list of everything that happened that I thought was notable. Did we already do the Crocs episode? No. Oh, yes. Okay. I don't know. I'll listen to our episodes <laughs> and you'd know. Um, anyway, we did um, in 2012. The Harlem Shake. Was that the Harlem Shake no. year? Um. In 2012, we had Gangnam Style, Call Me Maybe, Riptide, We Are Young, Lana releases <laughs> her first album, uh, Frank Ocean released his first album, One Direction premiered, Grimes released Genesis, and then there were a bunch of movies that also came out this year. The Last of the Twilight movies, The Hunger Games, The Hobbit, Les Mis, um, all of these came out in 2012, which was like... A weird time of just like it or not that's a lot of culturally important those things are that have a lot happened. of yeah very like popular songs mm-hmm. and movies that came out do you know which ones ended up like winning the awards of that year uh i can give you the top 10 of the charts and everything yeah um some of the top 10s were things such as somebody that i used to know call me maybe stronger slash what doesn't kill you um we found love starships Party Rock Anthem, Payphone, Glad You Came, Don't You Worry Child, and Limbo, all in 2012 at the top of the charts and everything. Not to mention the games alone. For example, Minecraft was at the peak of its height in 2012 to then shortly, in like 2015, it would fall into obscurity as like a cringe thing, you know, that like people didn't really play anymore, and then had a resurgence recently this year, I think. one second. I don't remember Don't You Worry Child, so just let me... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, all bops. I don't know if we'll hit royalties for me playing the first five seconds of it, but mm. if you don't remember it, I'm just going to play the very first five seconds of it. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. Let me just turn this up all the way. And that's that, it. That's yeah. legally all we can do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 2012 just had a lot of music and stuff come out that year, which I just thought was a nice, simple easy thing to talk about real quick is just a short honorable mention i didn't really have a lot planned for the rest of this episode it was just i wanted to talk about 2012 as a concept where were you in 2012 <laughs> um i was 12 so that means i would be in like sixth grade at the time i want to say Dang. wait <laughs> no because i was 14 when my ninth grade year started so six was 12th seventh was 13 eighth was 14 Okay, then no, then I was in my seventh grade. So yeah, that was a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, so... Where were you in 2012? I guess I would have been 14 years old, and I believe that would have been... That would have been your freshman year of high school, I want to mm, say. No, I think that would have been my... Missouri's weird, so we were in Missouri at that point. I would have been my last year in middle school, getting ready to go into high school that year. Yeah, I... I turned, yeah, so January's my birthday, so I would have, yeah, it, okay, yeah, you're right, yeah, it would have been my freshman year of high school starting at that point. But that's it, 2012, just as a concept. What is it like to know that it's been a decade since you started high school? Well, this feels pretty good. I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, sorry for the late release. We've been moving. How at the beginning of this, we said we were moving. I think we're now officially moved in. We took a bit of a longer break. We took than like we a five-week break in between. the. You know where it says, all right, I'm going to go get food. We stopped <laughs> recording. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then we started moving. But now we're in our new place, so episodes should be weekly again, starting with this one. But I think that'll do it for us. Until next time, for all of us here to you at Earworms, Bye bye